You're listening to Artificium Occulte Venatores, a Shadowrun actual play podcast by Relative Dimension. This is episode two, Requisitions. My name's Jeff. I'm playing L. He's a documentarian. Deals with ancient diagrams, drawings, map sort of thing, cartography. Uh, human, and he's an anti-magic null wizard. Hello, I am Scaly Dragon, and I am playing Sir, a female elf. And she basically worked for a corp for a while in like corporate espionage and stuff, and has now gotten out of that and kind of in her own thing. She uh, is extremely intelligent and does well with that, and a really good people person. So she is a, a face. She has lots of cyberware and things like that to uh, to improve her skills. This is Thon Arca from the Shadowcaster Network. I am playing Adronis, an orc combat mage, more of an illusionist in combat spells though, and he is a priest with the Vatican City who specializes in artwork. My name is Alex, I am the multi-personality voice behind many different uh, names on the Shadowcaster network at this time. I will be playing uh, Asklaw Nazir, who is a class 3 surged Wakayambi elf. Basically, he was groomed out of orphanage to kind of be the right hand of the church and follows a modified form of Bushido 2.0. Melee adept. I am Cheyenne, a.k.a. Silith, and I'm playing Marigold. She is a dryad burnout adept. Uh, She's kind of doesn't really fit the dynamic of the group. She was born on the streets, grew up you know, tough, hard, all of that fun stuff, and was actually a small-time Shadowrunner for a time before falling in with this group. She specializes in b with a side of face. Um, I will, um, I will throw the name, actually, I'll send a message to my info broker just to see if she happens to know anybody, know anything about it, just in case. Maybe we'll get lucky. So yeah, Solomon leaves. Uh, this room is equipped so you can set up lists here if you wish, or you can go back to the museum. I'm not sure what planning we need to do. We need to get there, make contacts with the local population, maybe the local pastor. What we need is basically just travel ones. Which we need to talk to Camilla for, as well as mind non-lethal. I played somebody with a sword to do stun damage, correct? Say what? can flat blade somebody with a sword to do stun damage, correct? Instead of using the edge. Yeah, I actually think there is something in there for that. Is there? If it's in a running gun, probably. In that case, I might not need But, okay, I'm, I'm actually looking at another image of the castle. Um, this is kind of interesting. Uh, a lot of the lower level does not appear to have... Maybe the front end does. I'm looking at the back end. A lot of the lower level doesn't have that many in the way of windows. And the windows I do see appear to be, oh, I'd say at least eight feet off the ground. So getting in in the ground from the back ain't going to work too well. Unless there's a way in underneath those stairs. If only we had, I don't know, some kind of giant character. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Yeah, if only we had that. Aren't you playing an elf? Yep. Ooh, yeah, that's why I was saying, like, climbing gear and grappling, or grappling guns. We may not need that if it depends on what the security looks like, but it's good to have just in case. The other problem I'm seeing is that looks like 40-room 
building, he could have those things anywhere. <laughs> We're going to have a heck of a time searching that whole thing. Of course. But, like I said, there's not really anything we can do to not have to search the whole thing, though. Well, I mean, you could always go and try and socially engineer our way into the uh, getting that knowledge. I mean, like, this town isn't that big. They all got to go someplace after work. Is it, is, 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 is it just engineering, or is it still social engineering if I'm bouncing somebody's head off a wall? That's engineering. Okay. Social engineering if you're trying to get information from them. That's what I mean. Trying to get information from them while bouncing his head off the wall. Is that still engineering, social engineering, or is that just engineering? I find, um, that, it, I find that getting information is better if you start peeling off fingernails than, you know, causing brain trauma. Or, or you could Yeah, just, there, was, there was somebody who said you never start with the head. Uh, or you could just talk to him and maybe he will be a little bit more, I don't know, willing to do so without you actually ginking fingernails off. I'm just saying, that sounds a bit excessive. And, and and we did not want to be bad with the Lord. Remember, that was the whole point of this? Torture, bad. Well, we were told no, to be... Yeah. Subtle, no collateral damage. And also told they do not want to um, uh, basically create a negative with the Lord. Like, they don't want us to look bad with the Lord. So in in and out quietly and quickly is the best option. I I will bring out a Bible right now, and you point out to me where it says, "Thou shalt not maim." Uh, regardless if you maim him or not, he would be unhappy though if you did maim him. Regardless hey. of what the Bible says, it, it's a, this is about how unhappy he would be with the church if assuming he discovered. I, okay. The I'm, I'm, I'm going to point this out. There's actually a commandment that kind of makes it where the Lord will be unhappy with us regardless. So at this point, it's a question of how high a level we want to go with the unhappiness of the Lord. Not that Lord. <sighs> oh, you're talking, about, you're talking about the Lord of the town. Yes, yes, yes. If you start peeling his fingernails off, I would assume that would make him unhappy. Okay, I, I was talking about a security that. guard or something. I mean, oh, you joke okay. to the Lord. Okay, that's different. So our orders are Carl's minimal disruption. Yeah. Please, a, a security yeah. guard we could probably just bribe and he could tell us. I don't even think we have to worry about peeling fingernails off. I would agree. I'm about to say, I, that's something we could have Solomon look into. What's the, what's the median uh, income of this area? Because, you know, they only make 200 two dollars a day <laughs> oh, Here, here's a grand tell us what you know oh my gosh this is my entire paycheck for a year uh all right well i'm going to go get a drink i'll be right back uh i will do the same i think okay let everybody take a five minute break or so sound oh all right i'm back oh okay sure we're taking a five minute break oh we're minded Oh, well, then, let me ask that. I'll be right back. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, good news is I think I got everything now on my character sheet. I added extra. All right, I am back. I am back. I'm here. It's like we're still missing a couple. I'm around. My headset. Okay, I'm back. Welcome back. Hey, I'm not sure how much longer you were planning on running tonight. We can end whenever is good for everybody. Well, I'm back on 12-hour workdays pretty much until, hopefully, January. Ah, uh, holidays. Yeah, my busy 
the time for uh, insurance renewal is basically October through January if it's not a disaster with November, December, end of November, beginning of December just being pretty much <laughs> 50, 60 hour weeks and the grueling marathons of my patients. Gross. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun at all. And here so my I, job's hitting slow period and I'm trying to pick up hours at other outlets. <laughs> so we could uh, do some legwork and Scaly wanted to contact a contact and maybe some gear requisition planning and then cut, call it. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's kind of what I was thinking of. Is like back um, on it. Actually, um, Ag, can you pull up a, a a doc so we can actually put the gear requisition in it? That way, it's easier for us to remember what we put in it. You can use the um the one for uh, the campaign. Do you need a link for it? Uh, yeah. Also, does anyone know specifically where the rules are for used for uh doing stun with a physical weapon? I'm not finding it. I'm not even sure. I will allow, in general, a called shot for Harder Knocks to reverse it. Okay. Because Harder Knocks lets you do a minus four to turn stun into physical. I will allow that to be reversed as well. Okay. Sort of, you're, you're aiming for a very specific, not so, uh, not so deadly spot. Yeah, I, I assume mean, I probably couldn't do that with a monofilament whip. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought not. Unless you're beating them the death with the handle. You, could, <laughs> you can try. It won't go well, but you can try. <laughs> if you can manage to place the weighted end of the monofilament whip just on their skull in the perfect place without <laughs> killing them. I think I'll just use my knives. Yeah, probably a good idea. Just smack them in the back of the, in the head with a knife. It's okay. Um, actually, let's do this instead. Is a Google Doc more convenient because it's offline, or would opening a, like a note handout thing on the table be better? I think a handout on the table might be better, because that way we can't misplace links to the Google Doc. Yes. Okay. Because I know my Google my Google Drive is stuffed full of links. And, and it just centralizes everything here that we yeah. can place things in and stuff like that. So it should be Am I the only one whose entire bookmark bar is filled with links to various different game Google Docs. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm not in that many games. I have I have a folder with actual like literally link folder on my Google for that. So it's just multiple just nothing but the just game stuff. It's sad. Alright, how's that? In the handout folder there's gear requisitions. Cool. Perfect. So everybody can add what they want. I should Oh yeah, I see it right there. Oh ammo also, if yes, there's any other if there's any other charts you think might need to be in there, let me know. I have matrix spotting, the range, scatter. I've got a uh, matrix. I've got a matrix cheat sheet that I don't know if you wanted to add to your overall stash of stuff to put in here. Might yeah. since we've got. Sorry. Is it multiple pages? Is it images or a PDF? It's a one-page PDF. I can do that. I can turn that into a JPEG or something then and add that. I don't know if um, PDFs can be added as handouts or not. <coughs> I might be able to find one, although I might just send it. Um, I don't. Scaly, you're the one playing uh, with guns for the first time, right? Yes. Um, I might be able to find a cheat sheet for you to help with that. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Just so that we're just so yeah. Run and Gun has a big section on all different types of called shots that you can do. So depending on what weapon you, you main with, 
Um, there's a couple good ones in there that would be good. Finger poppers. As a player, can you um, double-click the handout and edit it and get the thing that allows you to drop a file into it, or is that GM only? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got it. I'll drop it in there. Here, I'll, I'll add another one for Matrix uh, cheat sheet. The what file types? No. Yeah, I don't know if it'll do PDF, but you can always try. I that is the one in there. good cheat sheet. I use that one. In fact, I've actually got, for my uh, decker that I play, I've got, it's actually a uh, spreadsheet where you can input your, uh, you know, your mental attributes and your deck That's... array, and it figures out all your dice pulls, and it's so nice. Oh, send that to me, because you can kind of do that in, in Hero Lab, and there's an app for it, but having a spreadsheet would be super handy. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, it's probably not. Uh, we probably need to put it in a different spot than. than uh... I'm renaming a different one. Oh, okay, good. I was like, wait. wait, where did I put that? I've got so many. I've got so many different ShadowNet folders on my Google Drive or ShadowRun folders. It's ridiculous. Matrix action sheet. It's actually quite similar to that one because it's got that chart even colored the same way, but it's just got that little bit more. Yeah, if you just want to chuck it into Discord, I'll grab it from yeah. there. Just be sure to save a copy of it. <laughs> All right, okay, because it's set to views. I'll just stick it in general, and there you go. That is fantastic. So nice. It's even got a couple different tabs, so you can list your programs if you want. It's got the sprite matrix actions and the sprite calculator for each different types of sprites. You can input the level. It'll tell you what their attacks lead, data processing, firewall, their powers. Oh, this is perfect. I'm totally giving this to Ken. He needs a copy of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would definitely help. No more double-checking and going, what are my dice pools? All right. So, all right, so we have acquisitions to put in. Scaly, the best advice is shoot the people who are shooting at you. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> no, the, the she easy... laughs. I actually had to explain that at table once. Wait, what? I'd say the biggest thing for... Uh, mainlining a, a weapon as opposed to a melee weapon is that you'll be doing burst fire and full auto at certain times to knock down ice pools. Full auto is a- yeah, yeah, that's the one that does the negative two, that, right? Full auto with a fully automatic weapon is a minus nine because that's ten rounds. So the uh, thing that so the thing that you'll do shooting weapons, especially if you're doing anything that burst fire is you'll look at your, your what your total recoil pool is. And oftentimes, to start combat, you'll open up with a full auto burst, either a full complex or a simple, and then start doing, since you can do kind of two simple actions, so you'll simple action, take aim to reset your recoil, and then you can fire another shot so you don't take those little penalties. Okay, well, well I will go over that in a moment. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and finish this so someone can go to sleep. Um. <laughs> All right, so you had a contact you wish to call. Yes, my info broker there. Uh, Tell me about Pinky. Pinky is a human female. She's extremely flirtatious. She's fairly young. Uh, um, Someone that that she's sort of contacted a few times over any time she's been into, into, like, mostly this is like, she's a, I'll call her a world traveler, traveler, which means she's, she's got access to lots of different people, which is why she's useful. But she where, likes to flirt with everybody. Where is she usually based out of? 
Um, I would probably say um, either South America or, or in Europe. I, I think maybe she kind of flits between the two, I would imagine. Okay. I'm trying to run through my uh, accent generator here. Oh, boy. Um, and she knows me as Sparrow. That's, uh, that's the, the name I use with her. Each of my contacts know me as a separate name. None of them know me as, a, as the same name. And a different face. I have a different face for each one, which is fun. Too, so. bad I, too bad there's no easy uh, vocal modulator here. That would be fun. All right, go ahead. All right. So this is just a, a simple, uh, this is just a text me- message that I'm sending her. So um, I'll say, uh, hey, it's Sparrow. I was wondering if you know anything about a small town in Ukraine named whatever that name is. I'll just enter the name, Pedistri or whatever. Uh, there's a new local lord that I was wondering if you had any info on him. Thanks, sweetheart. Done. See. All right. You get um, an almost immediate response that says, we'll look into it. Cool. All right. So uh, I'll probably, uh, I'll tell you, um, I'm checking on it. See if I, if I get anything, uh, I'll let you guys know. So then about an hour later, which will take place while you guys are talking to Camila or whatever for gear, uh, you get yeah, a message we'll... back that says pretty much we could meet over we could meet for dinner to discuss this, but since this might be job related, we can hold I'll take a rain check on that. And then Pithertsy she says about a hundred years ago was violently seized by a an what's the word um a family member unknown family member of the original well not the original line of the previous lordship who came out of nowhere uh and did a hostile takeover of the town and did a what hostile takeover of the town oh um and then there's a few links to uh, from the uh, mid to late 1900s of uh, Massacre and Petersky, uh one of those low-tech newsprint-style images, uh, black and white, lots of bodies hanging over the outer edge of the, uh, um, the structure that has the gate that passes through it underneath. It shows lots of bodies hanging from there with ropes up to the uh, battlements up on top there. Uh, Um, The owner of the museum, it says that there was a report that they had tried to buy it from them for a few years, and the owner of the museum, who had owned it from the 1800s on, was uninterested in selling. So this happened. The uh, local township has been cooperative with the Lordship since. So is this the same ruling family that did the bloody takeover? Yes. That's still in charge? Okay. Apparently they bought the the uh, the grounds and the Lordship uh, in the 1700s, I think. And they took over it from there. And then somebody in the family decided to sell it off. There's no details on that which is when it was turned into the museum. And this heir to the family turned up afterwards and took it back. Hmm. Okay. 
Uh, did, did she have anything specific on the current lord or no? The only thing they know about the current lord is that it's an elf. But it is part of that same family. Yes, part of the same family. The parents, the one that took it over was human, which would be the elf's grandfather. Mm. The grandfather took it over. The uh, His father inherited it after the fact. And rumor has it that he wasn't quite as dictatorial. Um, authoritative. Authoritative, yeah. So he kind of worked with the town a little bit more, and then the elf was born um, in a few years after the Awakening, so 2013-ish or so. The elf was born, and he inherited it upon his maturity, and he rules it now. Um, there's not much details whether he is the friendly or the violent sort. Okay. So, But the, but the parents weren't really the violent sort. So that's something that's at least a positive that there's a uh, some sort of decent human person here. All right. But communications in and out of the town are kept low. Um, the lack of matrix signal or the restricted matrix access in the town was purposeful, it seems. Mm. And okay. the town population is generally scared of um, con... Conflicts with the Lord. Okay. So they, they'll bow down to the Lord regardless. Yep. Alright. So not likely to find any allies. Uh, n- most. N- n- or hard pressed to find allies at least. Okay. Um, I will yeah, send her back a message. Uh, thanks a lot. I will make some uh, reservations for uh, a nice, uh, a very nice restaurant when we get back. And you get a response. Looking forward to it with a wink emoji. <laughs> I will share the information with the others. So this is what I do- I was able to dig up. So violent takeover. The family still owns it, but we're not sure exactly what this person is compared to grandfather and parents. But it doesn't look like the town is going to be too helpful. In fact, I would be very cautious about bringing up much because I'm assuming it will. If we mention too much, it'll come back to the Lord. I get the feeling that he's probably got eyes and ears within the town all over the place. And Especially... you get a message alert. Okay. From Pinky. Okay. Uh, I just got some more information, but this one will cost you. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not used to this part. Um, how much does the information usually cost? This is I, I like. What would it be the normal cost for her? Normally? If you had a, a standard, it would probably be a couple hundred new yen, maybe. You know, the uh, like a finder's fee of a hundred new yen, maybe. And then if it's worth more to you afterwards, you can pay more. Or if she thinks it's worth more to you, she might charge more. But she didn't give okay. you a price. So, so I'll say, yeah, I'll, I'll send her a message. Normal fee? Question mark. Sure. Okay. So I'll, I'll pop her two hundred then. Uh, you get back that the local, the current lord, um, is that name I gave you. His first name is... Uh, Yvonne? No, Yvonne is the father of the church there. Ah, Ivan Valerievich. Right. Yeah, we didn't actually get the lord's name. Oh. Is Rogov, R-O-G-O-V, and the last name is the Rezuski, uh, and he has ties to Evo. Evo. Oh, okay. So he does have corporate ties. Somebody made a good call with that Evo call. Yeah, look at that. Okay. 
Hmm. Um. I, I'll. I'll. Eva. Does she clarify anymore? No. Uh. She says he is involved with Evo. And the rumor has it he has contacts in uh, middle to upper management. Okay. That's good intel. Um. I'll pop her another hundred for the good intel. Cause <coughs> Uh, okay, so Evo, um, hmm. Uh, what is the, I guess, the role Evo in in Europe? Like, is it a, is it considered a, a strong base for it? Um, their headquarters is on the eastern side of Russia. Okay, so that wouldn't be okay. So not necessarily uncommon as as they're fairly close to the headquarters, anyways. I wonder what other connections he's had then. What else he's doing with it. So we could potentially see corporate pretty at the castle if he if he throws his weight around enough. Or at least uh, paid through corporate. You know, he, he pays his buddy at the corporation, Evo. Hey, I want to sign a security contract with y'all guys. Right. Give me a discount. He gets a discount, they get money, everybody's happy. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So that's a potential. Um, um, I, can you put his name in the chat just so we don't forget it? Oh, I'm kind of keeping notes in the uh, Google Drive, dog. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Kind of just bare bones at the moment, like the job yeah. and the details we have on the current. Uh, did you put in the 100 years ago? They they had the violent uprising info. I will. Ah, yeah. Uh, Asura. And there he is. Make note, you have one die that you can use on a test as if it were a teamwork test. Oh, okay. Probably a good place, like, on the notes uh, section. It's like a bonus die or something? Yes. Okay, I put it in my notes, so I don't forget. Palmer, JWM, and Twitch bought it for you. Oh, nice. I will thank you very much. Oh, you are streaming. I didn't know you were streaming. Yes, I am streaming. Ah, cool. Yeah, because you had mentioned with your video card, you weren't sure if it was going to work. It fixed itself. <laughs> that, nice. I, did I don't a, know if that's a good or a bad thing. I used a uh, clean uninstall utility to erase all of the uh, drivers and stuff. And after doing that twice, because I tried to do an auto-detect to install the drivers, and it said components were st still installed, so I did it again. And then after about five minutes of doing nothing, once it finished, it flickered my monitors and fixed itself so it may be coincidence it may have been it i don't know okay fair enough probably still want to save up to replace it because you never know when it's gonna oh happen. yeah um all right well uh, uh so we got the information we at least have a name now to go with him we know he's got ties to, uh, to evo um we know he had a, a very brutal grandparents but his parents seem nice enough at the very least even if the people are still a bit suspicious or, or, or scared of the family. A um, hundred years isn't that long ago to, to forget a butchering, so I can imagine that's the, that's the case there. Um, okay, so that's something to deal with. We have a list. Uh, did anyone else put anything in the, uh, the gear requests we got here? Um, gel round. Yeah, I just needed stick and shock and gel, just some stunt... Uh... Non-lethal, that's the word. Non-lethal uh, options on my gun. Just yes. Um, I will put in the um, the language of the, for to to get the language anyway. Oh, right. So I can also make sure. probably also grab one as well. Just I'll put two in then for it. 
Yeah. Do we have Wait, a uh, time frame, by the way? There was like, no time frame given, no. Okay, then I'm going to uh, send a message to my contact, Antonia, and uh, request, when she has a moment, a meeting. Okay, who is Antonia? Where is she? What does she do? Antonia is my uh, one of my contacts. She is a... I leave it up to you which family she's a part of, but she is a member of the Sicilian mob. She is one of the consigularies, one of the advisors. And I was kind of, uh, she's based here in Rome, Italy, most of the time. But she is not one of those people I've ever made the assumption that I usually send a message that, can't I? Um, the background for my character is one of the reasons why I'm a part of the society is they let me tarnish my reputation by being a uh, mob priest, I guess would be the best term. You're so special. <laughs> They've had a long reputation with Rome. Right, because it's going to be based off your thing? Uh, yeah, because it's just the data jack. For me, and rating one for you. The schedule for the purposes of Rosura and said high places, I'm going to go talk to my friends in the mediocre places. <laughs> Let's go with... I guess that, by the way. What's that? It sounded like wealth. Were you trying to say something? With, I think. Yeah. Yeah, let's with. go with Am I breaking up again? A little bit, Good yeah. Now. Yeah, you're fine now, though. There's a lot of mafia families, and it tells they all work in Seattle and in North America, but there's not a whole lot of who is outside. So let's go with the Genovese. Genovese's family. That's the reason why my Sicilian's so good. What's the reason? I'm a mob priest oh. <laughs> um you get a response uh, probably about 20 minutes later uh for a meet there is a question of how private you wanted it uh privacy would be welcome but i understand that she is a very busy individual so how much privacy is entirely her domain okay so it is probably mid-afternoon right now. Um, she tells you the name of a local coffee shop, and time is in about an hour. Okay. I'll let the rest of the team know what I'll be doing here. Uh, how far away, or how long would it take me? Not necessarily how far away it is, because I'm underground. So how long would it take me to get back to my bike and get over there? Um... To get back to the museum is about a five-minute walk. It's not far at all. The facility you are in is towards the center of the city. Uh, the underground, unused sewer system is pretty much a straight line almost uh, that comes up underneath the museum. So five to ten-minute walk. To then get there is probably another ten to twenty-minute ride or drive. Okay. Uh, I'll let them know what I'm doing and start heading back. And I, I'm like, hey, I'll be on the comms, but I need to start heading out so I can make this meeting. Oh, I'll also uh, contact, what is his name? Uh, 
this one is more along the lines of, hey, I'll be stopping by type uh, Bruno, my talismonger, just to have a quick conversation with him. I'm sorry, say that again? Bruno the talismonger? Yes, a message to Bruno, my talismonger. Alright, what's your message? That I'll be stopping by in a little while, uh, a few next few hours, to uh, talk to him in regards to some magical items. You get an affirmative and a uh, bring a bottle. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you want Bruno to be associated with the church or not. That was, I just picked a talismanger because I'm a magical character. I need one. Uh, let's go with not. We'll say he's from your other associations. Okie dokie. Sorry, I took the flaw, consummate professional, so I'm trying to be as professional as I can with everyone. How dare you? Anybody else? Don't really have anything. All right. What's in the gear requisition so far has been approved. Ooh. Uh, Somebody oh. mentioned, like, climbing gear. Oh, yeah, so. climbing gear. I mean, I've got... And grappling guns. Yeah, I'll put that in. Um, mundane gear? Let's go with... Uh, up to a 2,000 yen budget. I don't know what climbing gear costs, but it's it like should be well under that. Alright, so let's go with Anatoly or Anatola. Oh, we'll, we'll leave the gear requisitions for more non-standard stuff, right? Yes. Fair enough. So if anybody, the, anybody needs to add anything, like if they think of something throughout the week, feel free to jump on and just add it, and then that, uh, that way I can look at it over, over the week. If there's something that just pops in your mind, like, oh, wait, that would be really useful. Yeah, that works. So that way we, we could all be set up. Um, and obviously she's, she's arranging for a car and the travel, right? Yes. Once you decide how you want to travel, she will arrange for that. Um, I think we should be fine since we're going to be, I, I want us to kind of go in as like tourists. Um, like a group of friends who are just going in there to see the church, you know, kind of thing. A simple plane and, and, and uh, you know, rental car should work only because if he starts to do any digging, if someone actually looks, makes us look, you know, gets a, a suspicion, a quick search will say, oh, we just flew in from, you know, uh, uh, from out of town to, to look at the church. It won't look anything different. Do you want to save the, the mob and the talismonger contact for next time? We can if you want. I mean, it's up to y'all guys. Is there a local airport? Because it sounded like a small town like I wouldn't have one. We have to drive there. from, from It's like an hour away from the other, from the actual airport. Okay, so they'd have like no idea that we'd be flying in or anything like that. We'd just, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I said. Traveling through, okay. Unless y'all guys want to schedule an airdrop and have us parachute in or something. I don't. I don't think that's nice. necessary for this. That's pretty nice, except the fact that we're still going to have to check into a place to sleep and all that. Exactly. Well, I want to look like tourists. Well, maybe we could rent an RV or something. We're, you know, camping through. Jesus. No, I don't. Well, no, no, we're camping through. I mean, look at the area. It's, it's well, parachute an RV in? No, we rent an RV in the big city. and We drive through the countryside in an RV. Actually, I don't think there's, like, all that many of them in Europe, actually. Yeah, I don't think those are popular in Europe. Yeah, America is like the RV place. In Europe, they have things like hostels and and, and you know, really small vehicles on tiny roads. This is true. It, it was just an idea. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, with uh, with five of us there, we could, uh, you know, we could all fit in a, a, a you know, a small to medium sized car, which would be just with with a with what? some still room in the back for all clothes or whatever we brought. So, um, uh, pack a suitcase could, like could your get, uh, uh, two vehicles. Yeah, we could get two vehicles. That would probably be more comfortable. Plus, we're going to be packing suitcases like we're actual tourists. So, pack a suitcase like you're actual tourists. Uh, you you've never been a tourist. No. Uh, thing, things for them to pack. <laughs> Couple of changes of clothes, some toiletries. And, How you know, many knives stuff. would a normal tourist? Uh, two. You can go with three if you feel like you're being safe. Wait, are these like throwing knives? Uh, no, she doesn't. Uh, typically. Oh. So, but why would, she's got. Why would you need more than one? Maybe two if you're going with both hands. Do you uh, plan on losing them? Memory blade for the hidden option. The hidden in plain sight. A couple different lapel daggers, just in case that one's found. Slightly, because it's actually pretty fucking sharp. Yeah, no problem. Good night. Good night. Later. Good night. Um, okay. So yeah, let's, let's save the conversations then for the next time with the contacts. Yeah. You guys, the closest international airport is going to be about 80 to 100 kilometers away, depending on which route you go. And to be respectful and stuff, I- I'm I'm going to call this uh, the, our new quest, Bag of Bones. <laughs> Just why not? Bag of Bones. Bag of Bones. Uh, I've really spent 300... Uh, yeah, um, if they're relatively hidden, uh, bringing, you know... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm obviously, you know, self-defense-wise, it's fine to have one, maybe two knives, like, visibly there, although... Uh, actually, most, actually, like, all of her weapons are quite hidden, hide-hideable. Okay. <laughs> Hiddenable. Uh, Concealable is the word you're Concealable, thank you. But the Victory Knox, uh memory blade, uh, literally, it just looks like a steel bracelet. Uh, uh, okay. Sapphire knife. Is I mean it's it that one's probably the most obvious because it's the larger of her knives, but is undetectable by mad scanners. And then a handful of lapel daggers. <laughs> uh, well, only four. Because and you don't you don't throw these. This is literally no. just to stab multiple people with. <laughs> what do you just let go of the knife, pull another one, and stab that guy? I don't. I mean, I don't sometimes imagine they get your fighting in the bone. style. Sometimes. Sometimes they get stuck in the bone or the armor plate or, or the armor, uh, you know, gotta have a back. I end. guess, okay, sure. And then a monofilament whip in her fingertip compartment of her uh, cyber hand. Well, cyber, she's got a partial lower limb okay. on her right hand. Well, some of that will have to go in your checked baggage. <laughs> yeah, are you sure you're not just setting it up for like one of those uh, put your weapons on the table thing? And we're going to need a separate table. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. Oh, that's, oh, you, we won't be, oh, here's another knife. Oh, yeah, the other one and the other one. And, and, uh, and I mean, kind of. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Power for them to give you one. <laughs> different situations call for different weapons. Some of them are more concealable. I almost said hideable again. It's. <laughs> So if you if you want to see a general uh, over aerial view of the area, that's I just popped it there. 
circled in red is where the town is. So you have a lot of the, uh, looks like dense trees south. Yeah. It looks very foresty and, and greenish. Mm-hmm. I can see farmland to the, to the north. Okay, fair enough. At least it's a it's a very nice area. It, lo- it looks very it looks like a nice touristy area that we could you know spend a few days at and not get just and no one's really going to pay attention you know. Uh, we we have to get some uh, some some cameras some very you know obvious looking cameras so that we're taking random pictures of like everything. We will be tourists like stereotypical tourists. It'd be great. Oh, let me add karma. Karma to the Google Doc. I uh, went down to a new page to start the note-taking. Alright, let me see if I can practice uh, shooting this gun and making sure I'm doing everything right. Um, I get... Let's see, wait. The um, the smart link gives me, what, a plus two or something? Uh, is it implanted or is it in gear? In Implanted. Plus two. Is the gear only a plus one or something? Gear is only plus one, yes. Okay. Okay, so I guess put that under bonus. Okay, yeah. And that's based on the art or the what the so assume regular ammo just so I know what Alright, updated the Google Doc with the session title or your quest title dates. Karma gained will be three for the session. Okay, so zero. Three? Three, yes. And it is suggested in Twitch that you travel by train because nothing ever goes wrong. <laughs> oh, my train! I didn't think about that. Train might actually be a better idea. Wait, last time, wait, the last time that we had a game where we traveled on a train, it did not end well. We had, I like, think, a giant, like, that was a mess. I think that might have been the, the joke. Oh, okay. We just had some interesting middles. Well, okay. My wife's character in Deadlands hates trains, because all trains lead to Gamora, Wherever you are, wherever you're going, and bad stuff always happens when you get on a train. Okay. But I put the baby to bed, so I'll probably be gone ten minutes. Those in Twitch, thanks for watching. Yes, thank you for watching. We should be back Later. again in two weeks. Two weeks, right? Okay. Two weeks. Oh, if you, are you still there? Yes. If you look at my character sheet, I put names for all of the characters. My uh, um. Uh, contact. Uh, I'll send you. A, uh, maybe I'll do a, something with all their infer, um personality things. I have interesting personalities for each one. I think. Where are the names? Uh, if you go to my contacts page on my character sheet, for the two big ones, I just kept. I assumed they would just have normal names, and then the others have the sort of shower running like names. Where are contacts? Oh, character. The last. The last tab. Character on the last page. All right, I'm on character. Um, you don't oh, okay, see I see context yeah, now. Yeah, you see my uh, my my names there. Toy Man, Orlank, Siltwood. He's, um, it's a he's an orc. The corporate administrator is an orc. Okay. Um, I could put some notes in there to actually tell them. I because if you click on notes, it it gives you like an expanded thing, so I can actually put the notes there. I think that's a better idea, actually. I'll put notes on it and on who they are and what I think, what I know about them. You misspelled Solomon. I missed what? You misspelled Solomon. Spelled like King Solomon. Oh, okay. Well, All those. Solomon. But yeah, that's their names. And I'll drop in some notes about their personalities and stuff so you can get, kind of get an idea of who they are and what they do. Cool.
So, but I didn't know about the two big ones since they are they're somewhat high up. I didn't know if there was some specific people that you wanted to. Um, no, you can decide who they are, where they are. Type yeah, the of corporate thing. administrator dude. Okay. Well, no, I like I like given given his his um status kind of thing in the corp. I didn't know if there was somebody specific that you had in mind that was already like historically there or something. You know. I don't know. I'm fine with creating people. Okay. All right, in that case, good night, everybody. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has given permission to Relative Dimension to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Relative Dimension in any official capacity whatsoever. Relative Dimension is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. The intro is Return to the Sixth World. The outro is Double Cross, both off the Shadowrun Return soundtrack, used with permission from Harebrain Schemes. And thank you to Sirenscape for the additional music and sound effects. You can find more information at sirenscape.com. If you would like to get in touch with the Relative Dimension, you can visit our website at relativedimension.com. You can contact us, email, at podcast at relativedimension.com. You can visit our Facebook at facebook.com slash relativedimensionpodcast. You can check us out on Twitter at relativedpod. You can check out our Patreon if you wish to support us at patreon.com slash relativedimension.com. 